you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Speak to the Washington Commanders. You live and work in a city filled with men and women who are committed to public service. Mm. So it's time for you to perform a public service. End this streak. Break this streak. Win this game. Win by 50. Mm. Win by one. Just win so this thing can be snapped over your knee. If you tell us you're the Commanders, take command and win the damn game tonight. Let's go! Let's go! Yay! Take command and listen to Kyle Brandt. Look at that. We did it! The Sam Howell bandwagon. We did it! The Sam wagon! Mission accomplished. (laughs) Woo! Boom! The streak is broken! Remember Uh, the guy when The Undertaker finally lost? He was like, that's me watching Joey Sly last night, Mike Garofalo. My guy Jake from Joey Sly, Antonio Gibson, Jahan Dotson. It is over! Woo! I just love. You said Jake Fromm's during your rant. Yeah. Yes. Jake Fromm's name twice. Yeah. Twice. So the whole time I'm watching, I'm hearing Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm. Like a good neighbor, Jake Fromm is there. And so are the commanders. See you next time, guys. Start a new streak. That is broken. I love it. Seven years. We did it. Yeah, my we, guy Fromm. Yeah. My guy this one. You're just Ron Rivera's assistant coach this morning. That's exactly right. I love it. I I just want to stand up and in the middle of my speech give myself a handshake for it. I don't know why. For some reason, you just want to reach out and touch somebody. I love the Commanders. Magic Johnson is tweeting to the Commanders fans about what a great win it was. We're having a real moment. Mm. It means nothing, of course, in a couple weeks. It means nothing, but now it means something. Way to go, Washington. Way to go. Good vibes with the Commanders. Great vibes. Great vibes. Great vibes. vibes. Handshakes for everybody. Absolutely. 
We are live in New York City, of course, this Tuesday, August 22nd, a historic day or the day after, if you will. I'm Jamie Erdahl. That's uh, Kyle Commander Brandt, Commander Kyle Brandt, Mike Garofolo, and Jason McCourty. Kyle, I was just, I, I mean, I know we were all watching the game last night, and I was like, I actually had your Twitter timeline pulled up, your X timeline, and I was waiting for you to just be like, jump on, jump on, but you saved it all for today, didn't you? Buddy? Save it for this table. Yes, you and did. And here we go. Joey Sly with the 24-game winning streak hanging in the balance, and he splits it, as Joe Buck calls it. Harbaugh can't believe it. He's got a piece of his mind he wants to share with the world about anybody who dared question that streak. We'll get to it momentarily, but it is over. It is snap. Commanders win. Magic Johnson tweets. Weird handshakes for everybody. Commanders 29, Ravens 28. It is over. But here's the meat. And this is, we're, we're having some fun here. This is, you know who's not? John Harbaugh, after the loss, had something to say about anybody who's had an opinion negative about this streak. Go ahead, coach. You're proud of it, of course, you know, you appreciate it. But the thing that you're proud of is all those games are mostly just like that. You know, preseason games that people want to write, write about, some of you in here want to write about and say they don't mean anything because you never played the game. You never were out there in a preseason game. You never were fighting for a spot on the team. And yet you have the audacity to say that the effort that somebody puts into that to win and fight and win a game like that is meaningless. Tell me that was meaningless out there what you just saw. If you like football, is that a meaningless football game? You know, I can't respect anybody that says that. <laughs> well, uh, it's been documented on this show that uh, even Jason McCourty said you didn't care. Flat out did not care about this streak. Your thoughts yes. on Coach Harbaugh? John Harbaugh is talking about preseason games. No one is diminishing the fact that guys go out there and play in the game and give it their effort. I'm asking about do I care about a 24-game win streak in the preseason, which I don't care about. And my own experience is I've tell you guys all the time. 2017, I'm playing for the Browns. We don't win a single game. We went 4-0 and in the preseason. It meant absolutely nothing when the skies were dark outside. It was December. It was week 14, and we were just continuing the same streak. I respect what John, Bar- John Harbaugh is saying about players going out there, busting their bus to play in a preseason game. We were entertained last night. We enjoyed it. The fact that the Ravens won or lost a game, I don't care. I have a 7-year-old son. Before he goes to sleep last night, Daddy, who's winning? Who's winning? I was like, the Ravens are winning by a point. He was like, yes! I was like, son, like this doesn't count. Mm. Like, this is just this is yeah. just practice in a sense. Well, like this you never played the game. You don't care about football. And I did play the game. I uh-huh. do care oh, about that's football. Right. I enjoyed oh, yeah. it. You, you've <laughs> never fought to make a team. No, oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> make many of the teams, even at the end of my career. But I understand the emotion, all this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. Winning streak didn't matter. To the commanders, it mattered. They were celebrating, they were enjoying it. They were. But I, I I don't like. I don't care about the win streak. I care about the game, guys preparing, doing all of that fun stuff. But I love John Harbaugh, great coach. I do not care about the win streak. Did you love this? Doesn't it seem like a little much? Look at this what troll do you think? job. What do you got? Yeah, of what? Of what? Of what he's saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't think John Harbaugh reads what everybody's saying. So the fact. Yeah, hell, he doesn't. You heard what he said. I think that's based off of the questions of people probably saying it. But no, he said people wrote it in this room. He's reading these clips. Get in and there. And he's trying to thread this. There is a Gene Steratore index card, okay, mm-hmm. between the difference of do we care about the streak and do we care about the efforts of the people who are putting forward. What's happening on the field to keep that streak? Of course we respect what the players were doing. Of course we know these guys are fighting for their professional lives. Of course we know the Ravens are getting the chance to evaluate players who are making plays in that moment that might matter when it comes to games that do matter. Mm -hmm. And you get 
this roster depth because of what's happened. It's like nobody's disrespecting what the players are doing. It's just the end result that people are kind of looking at and saying it doesn't matter. Their chances of winning the Super Bowl, whatever the odds were yesterday, they're the same as they are today. If you make a game-winning catch in a preseason game, the coaching staff's not evaluating like, wow, he stepped up in a big moment and made a game-winning catch. We need to have this guy. It's just about your play. Whether you won or lost a game, we're evaluating you on what you are doing in that game. doesn't matter if we won or lost a game. Did you win your mm-hmm. rep? Whether it resulted in a winning effort for the team, mm-hmm. it does not matter. Did you win your individual mm-hmm. rep? We're trying to see if Kyle Brandt can make the team. That's all we care about. It could be a 40 to nothing preseason loss, but on the backside of a route at the end of the fourth quarter, like you put some good tape out there, so we're going to make the team. No doubt about really, it. I, I feel like the, all right, the streak was over at 24 games, right? I feel like at about 12 to 13 games, Harbaugh already had the speech ready for when they lost. <laughs> like This has been in his psychological draft folder that when we finally lose, I'm going to give a piece of my mind to everybody who doesn't respect it. I don't think it was entirely necessary. I, I think there's all these false equivalencies that you're all over, Mike, where it's like, of course we care about the players trying to make the team. Of course we respect the undrafted guy who might make special yeah. teams because... It's not about that. It's about that it, for 24 straight times, people don't care that you had more points than the other team playing their backups. I've always said, and you guys know this, yeah. I've really respected it. I have. As much as I called for it to end, it was kind of ready for it to be end. I think it says a lot about the, the Ravens front office. I really do. That the guys they have in the fourth quarter of these games, these undrafted guys or these late-round guys, are good, A, trying B, and are really well-coached, C. So yeah. I think it's really impressive. I don't know if I needed the flamethrower brush back on the entire room of, like, how dare you ingrates who never played the game disrespect this thing in your scathing columns. Were there even scathing columns about the streak? John was so mad, I think, that they lost. Like, I think he was really pissed. I think he really liked this. And, like, doesn't don't you think it lends so much? Jason, I know it doesn't add up to anything really concrete, but, like, mm-hmm. culture, 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 culture. Like, we all, like, we win those games. I see these coaches after the preseason games when they win or they lose. They're they're crestfallen or they're they're excited maybe they're faking it but like all those wins add up to culture stuff and positive I think John loved it loved it and this guy was won the Super Bowl and I think he was really mad and wanted a pound of flesh when it was over yeah that John Harbaugh that we saw is I, I think all of us probably have personally interacted with coach Harbaugh that's who he is like to a T that's his MO he likes playing the chip on his shoulder he likes looking at people out of his side eye and being like how dare you question me as he addressed the person to his right that was like giving me shivers like being in that room you know like the tone you're getting from him body language wise as a reporter I think it played into what he tries to coach up which is like everyone's after us everyone's doubting us in the AFC North so if you can't if the streak is now over he's got to go back and do his playbook of like how am I going to motivate these guys so I think he's maybe just mad that he has to flip to the next yeah. chapter I don't, I don't I don't know him at all but to your point learned behavior becomes instinct so for coaches yep. we stay on the edge mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. I get it but I still don't care about it. Flowers to the Commanders. This is a fantastic troll job. Congrats to Joey Sly for hitting, hitting that field goal. 48-yarder. That's tremendous. Awesome. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Uh, great vibes for the Commanders. Uh, not so great in Indianapolis. No. We're going to check in uh, with right. Mike Garofolo, who normally would be like, Mike G, welcome to the program. No, you're right here. What's Hi, going Jamie, on with, thank you going on with Jonathan Taylor? <laughs> uh, Jonathan Taylor and the Indianapolis Colts. The dance continues. Uh, it's not a pretty dance. Um, and it started with Jonathan Taylor requesting a trade and finally being granted it. Uh, yesterday, as our Ian Rappaport reported, uh, now the Colts going to be looking for some kind of haul here that would rival uh, what the 49, or excuse me, what the uh, Carolina Panthers got from the 49ers uh, 
for Christian McCaffrey. And then on top of that, the new team's going to have to pay Jonathan Taylor a contract extension because that's how we've got here with Indianapolis. So um, the top of the running back market, I mentioned McCaffrey. That is around $16 million per season. Taylor wants something in that neighborhood, if not all the way there to the front door of Christian McCaffrey. So uh, I I don't know that this is kind of like how the Ravens put the tag on Lamar Jackson and said, you don't like our contract offers? Go see what everybody else has to Mm -hmm. offer. I really feel that this is the Colts saying, look, we're at a dead end here. Let's see if this ends in a trade and us getting a significant compensation package in exchange while Taylor gets his contract extension. I do know that there's been communication from uh, the Colts front office toward folks who have uh, no skin in the game, who have said, look, we've had a lot of situations here that we've kind of ducked in and out of. This one might not be salvageable. So does it end in a trade? We shall see. Uh, Again, the team's got to step up with compensation both for the Colts Mm -hmm. and for Taylor. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be a tough one here, Jason. That's how I look at it. The last part you just said, a team would have to say, all right, we're willing to possibly give up a first-round draft pick or multiple, like you said, of the Christian McCaffrey four draft picks to get him here. And then once we do that, what kind of contract is Jonathan Taylor looking for? If he's looking to be at the top of the market, what we've just witnessed over the last several months is no team wanting to pay some of the top backs in the league. We have a guy down in Las Vegas right now, Josh Jacobs, who's not in training camp, who was the rushing leader last year, and the Raiders are trying to figure out how to pay him, and he's franchised. So at this point, I just I see Jonathan Taylor lined up in the backfield with Anthony Richardson week one playing against the Jacksonville Jaguars. He'll go out there, test the market, yeah. but I see him remaining He'll a Colt. remain a Colt. Yeah. I, I, I have a question for the viewers, and this is an interesting thing because we're getting heated up and we're a couple weeks from this season. Do you want your favorite team to trade for Jonathan Taylor? Are, are you sitting here this morning and be like, let's get him, let's get him? Because to Mike's point, you're going to have to pay him. Like, There's going to have to be some sort of con- – it's not like you just trade him and he starts playing. There's going to have to be a contract thing. You're going to have to give up assets to trade for this running back. It's a weird, murky thing. Just looking around social media, there's a lot of people who are like, nope, 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 to this great player who's had a fantastic start to his career. So it taps into the state of the running back thing. Yeah. It taps into the season is almost here. Are you tweeting at your team, please get Jonathan Taylor? Or are you saying, hell no? I saw some notable Bears fans online who were like, nope. And they, they don't have a star running back, and they need to surround Justin Fields, but they don't want to trade the assets for it. I also just think, though, these teams now – they know what they have, I think, and what they don't have. And if you're getting ready, like we got the opener in a couple weeks. I don't really like our run game that yeah. much. Do you make a move because you're like, I don't think we have it. And maybe you do something a little desperate because it's so close. It's very fascinating. Mm. Tweet the show. Do you want your favorite team to trade for Jonathan Taylor? Yes, no, he's a and, great player. And just so we're clear, it was a second, third, and fourth round pick this past season. A lot of stuff. And a fifth round pick in 2024 before you decide whether all that's worth right, it. Right, right. Taylor, uh, of course, in his first two seasons, rushed for nearly 3,000 yards and then really dropped good. off. He played 11 games last season due to injury, only 800 yards. Mm. So it's it's really tough, and he's entering in he's the fourth year. He, he is, is a stud. Not he about a stud. him. Yeah. Uh, you'd have to imagine Anthony Richardson would be so disappointed if he didn't have him within his offense. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. 
Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, hey stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Breaking news that we found out regarding the Jets preseason. I mean, you could spin it that way because it hasn't happened since 2018. Mike, what is it? Breaking news. Yeah. Uh, I believe Robert Sala said this a couple weeks ago, but whatever. Aaron Rodgers is going to play <laughs> in the final preseason uh. game against the New York Giants, a game that I will be covering this week. Sure, Pelissero, fine, whatever. Uh, I'll be covering it this weekend. Uh, Aaron Rodgers against Daniel Jones. Listen, when MetLife Stadium opened back then, they had the Peanuts characters as part of the uh, sure. licensing deal. I don't think they have that anymore. Uh, but they called it the Snoopy Bowl. And it was the mm. first game at MetLife Stadium. Eli Manning was bloodied. Victor Cruz was going bananas. The fire alarms in the stadium were going off. It was quite the scene in the preseason game that evening. Well, this one's going to be matched and superseded right now because Aaron Rodgers is playing in a preseason game. The Jets fans are going to be there in full force. The Giants fans probably going to be there wanting to see if maybe their pass rushers can do what the Jets pass rusher did. I forget who it was uh, to Eli Manning that night. Uh, so it's going to be an, an absolute fantastic scene as far as preseason go. Preseason games go. Maybe not what it was last night <laughs> for the Commanders and the Ravens in the end of the streak, but I cannot wait for this game. Very excited for a preseason game here. Yep, per our own Tom Pelissero with the analysis of Mike Garofolo. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers uh, will be seen in a preseason game. It's the first time that we will have seen this in five years. Kyle, take us through you this part of it. Let's it. do Last it. Last time Rodgers played in a preseason game, it was pretty exciting. It really was. Let's go. We had one drive, one drive, one touchdown. Five years ago, we'll now be out there on the field Saturday night in the Snoopy Bowl. The Snoopy Bowl. Rest in peace, yeah. Snoopy Bowl. But that's it. That was it. That was that's a good look. It was a good look for him back in week four of the preseason 2018. Mm-hmm. What do you think? It's Aaron Rodgers. Of course it was a good look. We watched what Patrick Mahomes does in the preseason. Guys get out there and they cook. Uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm more excited for the Sunday morning after the game to hear all the New York media. Don't let an offensive lineman miss a block. Don't let Aaron Rodgers get touched. Don't let there be a miscommunication. It'll be Nathaniel Hackett needs to get out of there. There's going to be so many just hard takes off of possibly seven plays of Aaron Rodgers in his New York Jets debut. I'm here for it. I'm 
excited. I'm, I'm just ready to get this party started. We've talked about Rodgers yeah. and his different shade of green all offseason. I can't wait to see him out there as a New York Jet. Mm-hmm. Mike, what do you think? Friday, you're going you're to have a segment. What do you want to see from Aaron Rodgers in mm-hmm. his first and only preseason oh. action? Call your so shot your just for Aaron ready. Rodgers. Yep. I'm not going to be here. Peter Schrager is actually going to work that day. Uh, so <laughs> Allegedly. You think so? Allegedly. Uh, uh, so I will I will give you my answer right now. What I want to see, <laughs> one no-look pass. That's it. Just one no-look uh, pass. Aaron, if you throw an interception, it doesn't matter. It's the preseason. Uh, despite what John Harbaugh says about streaks and results and things that matter in the preseason, one no-look pass. That's all I want. One no-look pass. Yeah, you want a no-look? Yeah, <laughs> no-look. Speaking of no-lookers, we're looking around for Peter. We're setting up a hard target search. Radius goes within 15 miles. We're looking for every outhouse, doghouse, henhouse, birdhouse in that area. Go get Your fugitive's name is Dr. Peter Schrager. Go find him. Uh, I mean, it's true, right? Uh, I, I'm looking forward to Rodgers I, I, from start to finish. I also was like, what, I can't believe he hasn't played in five years. The only comp we really have for Rodgers in any way in terms of his uh, stature is Brady. And I was like, Brady played all the years. He played all the years in Tampa. Even his last year in New England, he's out there playing preseason games, throwing. And I'm not surprised at all that he is playing. Rodgers, I still think, is running the perfect campaign mm-hmm. from the second he showed up at the Jets facility and did that hand slap with Salah to the Lombardis getting a little lonely to the Hard Knocks performance. He's been perfect. And the idea of him saying, well, yeah, I was there at, at the voluntary workouts. And of course, I'm going to play in the preseason. i got to get on the same page with my guys. I think it'll be great. I love that he's doing it. It works well with the fans, the fan base, the locker room. He should play a little bit. Um, I do have one request and one bone to pick with the media coverage that I guess we're part of, but it's a nuance of this. When Zach Wilson plays in this game, and Zach Wilson's had this nice run of goodwill after a couple rough years, and he makes he's made some big plays. Every time Zach Wilson makes a good play, the second the play's over, they go to Rodgers on the sideline. Every time. And he's just, like, smiling or fist pumping. That's not necessary. Can we just give Zach Wilson his moment? He made that amazing run in the last preseason game. He hadn't even gotten up yet. And it's like, go to Rodgers, go to Rodgers. He's just standing there smiling. Like, I know Rodgers is a story. But to the directors and the camera people and all, I respect you. Maybe just give Zach Wilson a half a second of time on TV before we pan to Rodgers this week. That's all I'm asking. But we need the approval rating from the starting quarterback yeah. to know how he feels about the backup quarterback who very very well could be the future of the yeah, quarterback spot for the New York Jets. I, I think we really um, like some. I, I just want to do like a, a heat check on the people who actually are, fall in the camp of like, I can't believe he's playing in this. Are there people like that that exist out there? Like the know. audacity that because I, I'm in the why wouldn't he? He's got a lot of things to figure out. He's got a lot of new people yeah. to deal with. Patrick Mahomes is out there playing an entire half. Sam Howell gets named the starter and plays an entire half. I don't. Maybe we're circling back into like he needs to. These are new people he's working with. The offensive line apparently has to figure things out. I don't. I'm not sure the people out there. And I judge you a little bit if you're like he shouldn't be doing it. Are people no, he saying needs that? To. I hope not. Yeah, I would hope not yeah. too. Yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, P. Shrake's take on Aaron Rodgers walking around New York City with the headphones in, with the cord hooked up to the. Oh, phone. Nebraska I can't, shirt. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait to see if, that if, version if, of P. Shrake's once we, we find, find him. Once we locate. The the guy is fish food. I can't wait to hear what your guy, what's his name, Kenneth Carter? Keith. Keith Keith Carter. Carter, (laughs) The offensive line coach of the Jets, what he thinks about the outcome. Well, I think he talks on Thursdays maybe, Keith Carter. Okay, we'll have to wait. He's happy you keep shouting him out on Good Morning Football. You'll find that, man. Go get a pole. Go to Cane Pole, catch fish today. He's probably hanging out with Shriggs. That's what Shriggs would be hanging out with. (laughs) They were going going through a moment right there. Sorry. I hope Peter's okay. It went went over our head. Yeah. Is he missing? You find that man. Peter, we'd love you. We'd love to have you here. 
Head coach Zach Taylor gave an update on Joe Burrow yesterday's quarterback who had the calf injury earlier in training camp and how much work his quarterback needs to be do, to do to be ready for week one. One rep. He needs one rep. Uh, he looks great. I mean, physically, just, just walking around, he looks probably as good as he's ever looked at this point. And so um, that's, that's a positive, and we'll just go from there. That's great news on the Joe Burrow front as we take a look at where he ranked last season. Uh, great numbers for him coming off of a Super Bowl appearance, of course, in February of 22 with the 21 season. But for the Bengals to get where they want to go this season, you guys, does Joe Burrow need to continue to elevate to be even better because everyone else seems to have lifted as well? Yeah, and that's what he's continued to do throughout his career. Of course he has to continue to be better because you look at the AFC and those quarterbacks that are there, but I think you just look at the NFL as a whole. The two teams that we watch playing the Super Bowl this past season. The starting quarterback for the winning team was the MVP of the season. The quarterback for the other team, Jalen Hurts, he was the runner-up to the MVP. So, at this point in the league today, you need elite quarterback play to be able to say, hey, we want to be playing in that last game of the season. And to Zach Taylor's point, one rep. One rep. That's all he needs. Joe Burrow missed majority of training camp last year of going through an injury. He goes out there week one against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and it was not pretty. But if you throw his numbers up there and you look at the totality of the season, and he's right there with the best of them. So to Zach Taylor's point, yeah, it may not start out great, but this guy has proven that, hey, I battle back from injuries. Once I get out there on the field, I get in rhythm, I'm out there with my guys, he makes it happen. But you'd be foolish to say, all right, he's not going to have to elevate his game. Of course he is. He's a young player in the NFL that every time he steps foot after a season, he's gotten better. We have no reason to believe that he's not going to continue to elevate his game. The question now comes in his division, in the AFC, which quarterback is able to elevate their game the most to say, hey, that's why we're the ones winning. Because whether it's Mahomes, whether it's Josh Allen or Joe Burrow, we watched him this past year, and those games come down to critical moments at the end. And that AFC championship game, it was a Patrick Mahomes scramble with a penalty that won that game. But Mahomes was the one who was flawless in that game. Burrow had the two interceptions. So it's those small details and those little things, and those are going to be what he has to do if they actually want to be able to hoist that Lombardi and just not get close. It's so hard. There's so many fantastic quarterbacks, and almost all of them are going to end this season with a loss. Some of them are going to have a really disappointing season where they don't make the playoffs. There's, yeah. just, there's just no room at the end. Ideally, you get better. Yeah, right. Exactly. He's a young player. He's at a premier position. Uh, He's about to get paid a lot of money. So ideally, yeah, you want to improve. You want to get better. But like to say, oh, he needs to be better. I mean, Joseph Asai last year in the AFC Championship game, an unfortunate situation where he hits the player and all of a sudden there's a penalty right there. The year before, Eli Apple gives up a touchdown. Yes, they got the football. Look, Tom Brady won 10 conference championship games. He lost four. You're going to lose them, especially in the AFC. And, and then you add in the Super Bowl losses as well. I mean, you hear it all the time. It's such a cliche. Only one team gets to end the season the way that they want to end the season. The Marlon Jackson. And, and you know, Peyton Manning, too, as well, on the other side of it. So, uh, you know, Joe Burrow, I think, has, has been good enough. Yes, you want to get better. Uh, but he's certainly gotten them and put them in a position to win it all in the postseason. It's just there are other factors at play, Jason. Mm-hmm. I, I look at the division. Let's see the tiers again. Just Bring so we can go through the quarterbacks Take a look quickly at the quarterback because tiers. I really focus on the division and how Joe Burrow has to take care of. You know, it's tough. 
up there at the top. We know how he feels about Mahomes. Burrow himself is on the second. And then right around the bicep, you know, he's got Lamar Jackson. He split with him last year. And then, you know, he's had, uh, my goodness, where is Josh Allen? There he is by the shoulders. By, yeah, yeah. by the deltoid. By the deltoid. You're missing uh, Ryan Tannehill, though. Sorry. It's all, you're right. It, you're it right. Anyways. I, I, you know what my honest reaction to this is? The faces are still too small. <laughs> Kyle's AFC quarterback tears takes up 60% of the thing. It's not about me, guys. It's showing the quarterbacks. Anywho, I, I think Joe Burrow needs to sweep the division, honestly. He's got to take care of business in his house because he's making it entirely too hard against the rest of the league. He went 9-1 and one against the NFL last year, but he went 3-3 three and three his own division. Mm. Like, you got to come out on top. Stop making it a bigger uphill climb than you need to, like, as uh, up Kyle's forehead. Yeah, this stay here. You just do the show. Here, this is this. We'll just do the show like this. <laughs> all right, there you go. It's not. This is all about me, and you guys just are in the background, okay? This will be a good show. <laughs> I, I have another proposal for you. What if we made the fifth tier as big as you were? Because the fifth tier was Jimmy uh, by himself. Ah, oh, well, now you're talking. Now we got something, Mike. But in the meantime, no, we don't. Oh, I can't believe you just put your face <laughs> in the camera. That's what we're doing here. It's the background is irrelevant. Just this. I promise I didn't ask for that. I promise. I had my stupid thumb hooked in my pocket. Like, some, what a loser. And I have no someone, powder. I'm someone, shiny as hell in the picture. You, did someone tell you to put your thumb in, or was that, like, your go-to No, pose? I was uncomfortable. Like, okay. I am now. I just put it in there. Like, I might as well have done a six-shooter. Can we end this segment? Doesn't Will have something or, like, some sort of sponsor? What, what do we got? You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, uh, welcome back to Good Morning Football. So pleased to be joined now by Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker Alex Highsmith. Yo, what's up, Alex? Good morning. Doing great this beautiful morning. Thank you guys for for having me on. Excited to be here. Absolutely. Uh, Let's chat. Let's chat about your um, upcoming season and also your time in Pittsburgh so far. You're coming off a career year where you tied the NFL lead for force fumbles with five. You also had the Steelers with 14 and a half sacks, six most in the NFL. It was great. But you're going to have a healthy T.J. Watt back this season. Expectations, can you tell us for yourself, this defense? What is the game plan for you as you enter and maybe try to capitalize on what you had going last year? 
Yeah, I think first and foremost, um, just the main goal for me is just to be the best that I can be to help this team, you know, win the Super Bowl, bring number seven to the Steel City. Um, you know, for me, that's just, you know, being the best that I can be on a weekend, week out basis, staying consistent and playing consistent. You know, I go back and, and watch my film from last year and there's so many different ways that I can improve, so many different areas that I can be better. Um, and so just, just never, never being complacent, never getting content, you know, something that's always big with me. Um, and so, you know, last year, you know, having the numbers that I had, you know, I want to have better numbers this year. But, you know, it all starts to just be my best to help this team, uh, you know, win a Super Bowl. You keep saying consistent, and that's, in my mind, that's the Steelers. That's Pittsburgh Steelers as an organization, historically. Now, I think you guys are going to the playoffs this year. I really do. I don't know how many other people do, but I've said it. I think you will be a playoff team this year. But, man, that division is good. It's probably looked at as the best division in the entire league. I look at the quarterbacks, your job to get them. You have have Deshaun, and you have Lamar, and you have Burrow. What are the challenges of each of those three guys? Like, What do they bring individually that is so difficult to beat? Yeah, I think it's definitely um, a tough division that we're in. But, you know, I love playing this division, you know, because it's every every matchup, you know, is is, is physical, is, is fun. So really AFC North matchups, you know, um, you know, are the best ones that we play. So we know that we got a lot of challenges, you know, in this division, you know, a lot of good quarterbacks and stuff. You know, we have a really, really good quarterback as well. And so I'm excited to see, um, you know, how Kenny, Kenny makes a big jump this year. And so I just can't wait um, just, you know, for us as a whole this year to, um, you know, get the season started. And I think it's just going to be a fun year. But like I said, you know, those division matchups, you know, they, they're way differently. And I just always love playing those games because, you know, there's always a certain intensity that, 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 that they come with. Alex, coming out of high school, you decided to go to Charlotte as a walk-on. Fast forward eight years later, uh, you've been in the NFL for three years. And just last month, you reached a new year, uh, four-year extension with the Steelers, $68 million. All right. First Great. reported by Ian Rappaport while he was on the Peloton True story. We were at the NFL Network Summit. I was treadmilling it. He was on the Peloton. It's an ugly scene. You never want to see that. But what you do want to see is a guy get paid his worth, and you finally got that. Uh, What does it mean to you and your family knowing you'll be part of the Pittsburgh Steelers organization for the uh, foreseeable future? That means everything. You know, I love everything about this organization. Uh, I'm just so blessed uh, just, you know, three years ago for for them taking a chance on me, for Mr. Rooney, Kevin Colbert, Omar. Uh, Coach Tom taking a chance on me and just, you know, trusting in me. And so just to be able to be here for, you know, for the, for the foreseeable future is just nothing short of a blessing. And so I love I love playing for this organization. I love playing you know, for Coach Tom. I love playing for this defense. And so I feel like, you know, this is home. You know, for me and my wife, we love it here. And so, you know, it's it's I feel like I'm a Pittsburgh Steeler through and through. And we love watching out there. I'm going to talk to Mike G and tell him not to put your numbers on blast like that yeah, uh, ever again. But uh, earlier this summer, you said that the Steelers could be the best defense in the NFL. And obviously, you guys had some new additions, free agents like Pat Peterson, one of my old teammates, Elandon Roberts. Some rookies joined the team as well. And you guys finished last year, the last seven weeks. It was second in points per game, first in yards per game. What are the new additions like, and what does this defense have to do to be the number one throughout the entire season? Yeah, um, I think we've added a lot of key pieces, you know, here in this offseason. Um, you know, if Mike said guys like, you know, like Pat P, uh, Elena Roberts, um, other guys as well, Cole Holcomb. Um, so, and just always also adding, you know, the young guys, the rookies as well, you know, Nick Herbig, Joey Port Jr., Keanu. 
kind of been. And so just having guys like that, especially as young guys that come in and contribute um, is, is huge. But I think, you know, we have, you know, depth and, and talent all around the board. And for us, it's just, you know, staying healthy. And like I said earlier, you know, with my play, just overall as a defense, we just got to be consistent. You know, I think that this last preseason game we came out, we started fast. And I think, you know, the key to being a, a good defense is coming out and starting fast every single game. It can't just be one game where we come out and start fast. Like we got to start fast every single game. And it starts week one, and we just got to be able to be consistent with that all year. But we know we have the talent uh, and the ability in this in the, in, the, in our room, you know, to be the best. So, Alex, uh, straight east, about five hours on I-76, the Eagles hosted the 49ers back in January, and the Eagles dismantled that offense for a lot of reasons. But San Francisco is pretty dynamic. they got a lot going on between Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey. Now you open the season with them at home against the 49ers. How do you prepare for a team like this when you really turn on the tape and watch them now that you're entering the final weekend of the preseason? What is that like going up against an offense like that? Yeah, um, we know we got a challenge when they come in week one. You know, they got a great team. They got a great offense. So defensively, you know, we're really going to have to, um, you know, play a great game, have a great game plan going against them. Like, like you guys said, you know, they got a lot of weapons uh, that they have in that offense. Um, you know, Brock Purdy had a good first year. And so um, going against those guys is going to be um, it's going to be a fun matchup. You know, I can't wait because, uh, you know, week one at our place. And, uh, you know, I, th- I think Akersher, I don't think I know uh, Akersher Stadium is going to be rocking because, uh, you know, it was this past this past uh, week playing the Bills for the preseason. And so week one is going to be rocking um, at home. And so, you know, I'm really looking forward to that matchup. It's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be a challenge. You know, I, I can't wait. Alex, before you go, I have to be honest with you. We felt like we had a good feeling for you and your career and the team. I didn't anticipate we'd be talking about James Vanderbeek and Joey and Pacey. For anybody who doesn't know, I just learned this as you sat down. Could you tell the audience what your relationship is with the television program Dawson's Creek and how it affects your life to this day, please? Yes, so uh, I'm, I'm born and raised... Um, from Wilmington, North Carolina, and they shot the show Dawson's Creek. For those of you guys who are fans, y'all know that that's where that show was filmed. And uh, I was actually a baby, the baby in that show. Um, so I, I I go back and, and look at it from time to time. And, you know, I had a couple scenes. I was crying. I was, you know, wailing and stuff like that. Nothing too crazy. Um, but that's kind of where, you know, my, I guess my TV journey started, I guess. Um, so that's, I always go back and look at it. It's, Whenever I watch it, you know, um, with my wife or with my parents, um, you know, we're we always laugh because it's just so funny seeing me just cry as a baby. And um, but it was cool. Um, I go back and look at it from time to time. But yeah, I guess I was a little a little actor when I was when I was r- really young. It's amazing. Yeah, he's a method actor. Method I guess actor. so. We just don't want to make him cry here. No, yeah. <laughs> he said it as if like he did it on command. Whatever. Yeah, like, hey, right. Alex, we're going to need, like, like, need you to cry and now. Cry. All right. Uh, like, and now <laughs> Joey and Pacey's kid is all grown up. Is with the Steelers now. <laughs> yeah. They're going to come back like Marco Orr's parents, right? I mean, this is going to go the same way. Okay, uh, Alex. Thank you so much. Uh, have an awesome start to your season. We'll see you Thursday night against the Falcons. A game you can see right here on NFL Network. Stay healthy, man. Good luck. Thank you guys for having me on. Appreciate it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.